Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yo! Yo! Boy, oh boy. What's going on? We're doing the news here. Got to start with George Santos. What a story. So we yesterday, yesterday we talked about how he'd been indicted on how many counts? 11, 13, something like that. 11, None of the stuff about lying about his grandparents being in the Holocaust or him going to college or him working at J.P. Morgan or wherever he said he worked. I don't remember all the lies. They're not, they're not going after him for, for that. They're going after him for the campaign finance stuff. They're saying that he used campaign money illegally. Uh, there was some charity fraud that's been alleged. Well, now this guy has made all kinds of wild claims. He's totally defiant. He says this is a witch hunt. And uh, here, I'll play some of the uh, audio of him after he stepped out and all the press was surrounding him like a mob. George Santos mobbed by cameras outside federal court moments after pleading not guilty to 13 federal charges. I'm going to fight the witch and I'm going to take care of clearing my name and I look forward to doing that. The freshman congressman says he won't resign and intends to run for Mm re-election, even posting on Twitter moments after his indictment looking for campaign donations. Mm -hmm. Among the accusations, he collected over $24,000 in New York unemployment benefits during the pandemic, even though he was earning $120,000 from a company in Florida. Santos also allegedly used thousands of dollars in campaign contributions to pay for personal expenses, like credit card payments and designer clothes. I heard about people that, you know, I'm somewhat connected to, like friends of friends of friends, that Collected money during COVID, you know, COVID relief money, yeah. when they were making good money and they I've, shouldn't have collected it. I've heard the same. And I just thought, why are you risking this? Right. I mean, I get it. If you can write it off, if you think your accountant can figure this out, you get a $300,000. Yeah. Good for you. I am not taking that risk. No. I mm. won't even on my taxes deduct anything. I know like, of someone who got like 18 grand and they're like still making great money. I know someone who got way more than that. Yeah. I seriously, it was, it was, I think it was closer to like 100,000. And yeah, I, I'm saying, I, I know you, you can and you probably should. I'm saying, I don't do that. I certainly wouldn't take money that I'm not supposed to take during a bail. I'm like, here's COVID money, and you lie about it and say, hey, I need my accountant to cook the book so it looks like I needed this money. I mean, I they're, they're claiming that's what he did is he took this money when scary, he $120,000. I might do it. It's too risky. I just feel like they're going to come after me. I'm not gonna, I don't want to be looking over my shoulder. I, I guess. Know, I mean, if you but really, I feel like everybody did it. That's how rich people get rich. Exactly. That's all I thought when it was happening. I'm like, this right. is why these guys have money. Yeah, exactly. Because they just take it whenever they can, and they figure out a way – to try and stay, but out I of do trouble. only write off stuff that I, you know, I should. But right. I know some people are like I'm not writing off anything you don't care. I'm like, right. no, I did buy that, right. you know. And I asked my accountant. He said, yeah, if you bought that, you can write it off. He so I'm like, mad. okay. He's like, you need to cl- write off more stuff. But he, the one thing I'll say is, is like, all right, you've got charity that comes out of your check every month, or mm-hmm. you know, comes out of your bank account. That is so easy to track. At least write that off. He's like, write off something. And I'm like, all right, you can write that off if you think it's safe. He's like, it's safe. 
He's like, mm-hmm. it's literally defined. You're right. It's charity. Right. And you've been, it's a direct withdrawal. It's easy to, to trace if they ever asked about it, which they're not going to do. I'm like, okay. No, like, they you don't. can also write off your okay. cable and all these other things. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. My so thing is, like, computer, I feel like there's stuff that I, I could write off, but I can't. So it evens out. Like, I donate all of our old shoes, mm-hmm. right? To the veteran shoe thing. He always asks about that. Too. I, I donate tons of men's clothes to the veteran shoe thing. And I know I could get a receipt of it, but I just drop them off. Right. I don't do all that. So, yep. I, like, I guarantee you, like, and I know this sounds crazy, but in the last four years, I probably tens of thousands of dollars yeah. in clothes and shoes. Yep. But you never get the receipt. Right. No, I never drop- get the receipt. So I'm like, well, right. I'll just claim a thousand. If they want to fight me for it, then fight me for it. Oh, but- so you do. See, he always asks me about Goodwill. Do you drop stuff off? Yeah, qu- quite a bit at the thrift store because I have crap I'm getting mm-hmm. rid of all the time. Shoes, mm-hmm. clothes, and <clears throat> but I don't get a receipt for that stuff. Shoes can come to me, please. Yeah, shoes need to go. If they're good, I'll give them to someone. By the way, I do have a bag of them in the basement, yes. so I need to bring I them to you. Some. Like I bought a computer that I use basically only at work. Right. And he's like, you can write that off. I'm like, no way. I'm not writing off a $1,000 computer. He's like, you use it for work only. I'm like, yeah, no. not going to do it. I just don't need an auditor coming to me no. and being like, all right, where would you buy it? How often <laughs> do you use it? The biggest nightmare in life <laughs> exactly. is IRS auditor. Exactly. No. Like, no, I just, no. I'll, I'll just let them have it. As long money. as you really do it. I know, I get it. You can do it, and you probably should do it. What you shouldn't do is take money that you're not supposed to take during a COVID relief money right. when you're making 120 grand. if yeah. that's what he did. He also says now he's got a, a, this whole theory, this conspiracy theory that he started. He has claimed that his arrest is linked to his support for the Chinese billionaire. I don't know how to say this guy's name. Is it Gu? Guo? Guo? No idea. Uh, Wingy or Wingai, also known as Miles Guo. That's what they call him as Miles. I'm just going to call him Miles. And a fundraising appeal, Mr. Santos tweeted, I asked questions about Miles and the DOJ indicts me five days later. The fight is uh, real and I'm over the target. I need your support. To keep mm-hmm. me fighting for freedom. No, it's a fundraising freedom. Hashtag thing, MAGA. That's hashtag straight out of Trump's book. Hashtag Trump was right about everything. Hashtag stop the CCP. Mm-hmm. Hashtag uh, free Miles. Hashtag chip in today. That's the last one, I think. Yep. Uh, Miles, a self-exiled Chinese businessman and, and close ally. he probably ally. got a million dollars, I bet. This uh, Chinese businessman was a close ally of Steam Bannon. He was arrested by U.S. authorities in March on charges for fraud and money laundering. Prosecutors claim he led a complex oh, yeah. conspiracy to defraud thousands of his online followers out of a billion dollars. That was the guy with the yacht, that Steve Bannon. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know yeah. anything about this guy until this morning. Yeah, I remember that. I, I don't remember any of that. I, I, I forget about Steve Bannon. When I saw his name this morning, I'm like, Steve Bannon. Mm-hmm. Does he own Amazon? Like, I had to think about it for a second. <laughs> oh, no, he's the guy that wears two shirts at once. So I'd never seen this guy. But now Santos has got this whole conspiracy theory. It's all linked to his support of this Chinese businessman that was arrested mm-hmm. on fraud charges. He says that's why they're going after him. And he's not admitting to lying about anything. He's just asking for your support. So, sure. you know, maybe someone that's listening to us is like, yeah, I support that guy. Because hashtag Trump well, was right listen to us. I don't know. There could be people that are like, man, they make me angry. And I like being angry. Well, we got rid of a lot <laughs> of those know. people. There may be a few, but. Well, speaking of Trump, he did a town hall on CNN. They asked him about the Jan 6th riots. And uh, did you watch any of this? No, I'm sorry. The people in the uh, audience. That's what you said. I was like, oh, is that not. When they asked him about the Jan 6 riots, it was yeah. like, it felt like cool the way you said it. Oh, the Jan 6 riots. Yeah, Remember Jan, Jan 6? You know, the Jan 6 riots? You were riots? either there like, or you weren't. I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, it's the Jan 6 riots, bro. It's, it's I was the new, there. I was the new like, Woodstock. Oh. Like, you don't think I'm cool? The I was Jan at the Jan 6, 6 riots. The way you yeah. said it, I was like, oh, I don't. <laughs> My dad can be a dick, but he was at the Jan 6 riots, so <laughs> pretty cool. Well, they asked Trump about it, and uh, he answered about as you'd expect. But the, the crowd support was really something else. I am inclined to uh, pardon many of them. I can't say for every single one because a couple of them, probably they got out of control. I would say it will be a large portion of them. You know, they did a very, 
and it'll be very early on. Okay, so he's saying he's going to pardon all these people that got arrested for the January 6th rights, or the Jan 6th riot, as I like to call it. He didn't say, I won't pardon all of them necessarily. Some of them got a little out of hand, mm -hmm. but it sounds like he'll pardon most of them. They were there with love in their heart. Oh. That was an unbelievable, and it was a beautiful That's day. They were there with love in their heart, and it was unbelievable and a beautiful day. Mm -hmm. He says that was a beautiful day. People smashing windows, attacking police, breaking into the Capitol. Beautiful day. Uh, Josh Hot, what's his name, Holly? Josh running, Holly. running for his life. Yep. Trump thought that was a beautiful day. Great day. Well, how did you think he would answer that? Just like he did? Or yeah. did you think maybe it would be a little more, no. hey, you know, some people got out of control. You thought that's exactly how he answered Sounds it? Sounds exactly right. I didn't. I did not watch the whole thing. I have to admit. Part of me wanted to. Part of me really didn't want to. I've been trying to avoid Trump. I know it's going to get harder as we get closer to the next election. But I did watch the highlights of that thing, and I felt like those were probably the biggest highlights. Is him saying he's going to pardon everyone, and then saying it was a beautiful day. They were what was it? They were doing a beautiful thing, and it was mm -hmm. a beautiful day. Yeah. Yeah, so it's there you go. It was just a day. tour. Just yeah, they're just taking a tour and and you know showing. Well, except for that one person got like. shot in the head. Yeah, you know that. Well, he didn't like well, that. Well, someone got out of control. Yeah, someone yeah. got out of control. We're not going to pardon all of them. Right. Someone right. got out of control. Uh, okay, so I mentioned this earlier. There is an author of a, a children's book about how to deal with grief. Oh, yeah, I saw this story. because her husband died. She and still their, knows their how parents. to deal with grief. It doesn't. Don't. So she wrote a book. This is how you deal right. with grief. Yeah, yeah how you do no, it. you're right. And then, I mean, I caused the grief, but I'm still dealing with it. Wrong. She is, yeah. Right, could still be a good book. She, so her husband died. He's like 39 years old or something, late 30s. He dies, and uh, she writes this book, and she goes on talk shows promoting this book. Uh, the people that are interviewing her are talking about how brave she is and how wonderful she is. But the authorities are looking into the death of her husband, and they realize after a medical examination, I don't know why this took so long, but they realize that he died from fentanyl. An overdose of fentanyl. And the guy didn't have a drug history, and he took a massive amount of fentanyl. And they figured out that the last thing he ingested was a Moscow mule mm -hmm. that she had made him while he was in bed. Mm. I think she's Sounds the one delicious. that I think she's the one that told them Moscow that. Mules. By the way, that's also baller. What? Just drinking Moscow mules in bed. I love Moscow And having your mules. wife bring it in to you. Bed, yeah. Let that cup. be a lesson. You're right. If your wife's making you a Moscow mule and bringing it to you in bed, she's trying to kill you. Yes, it's not real. <laughs> she ain't doing that because that she loves you. She's trying yeah. to kill you. Yeah, this is not real life. That is That does not happen, dude. I was just saying, how great would that be? Spit it like, yeah, be so great she poisoned it. Of ass. course. <laughs> of course. I, I see it in my head. She's got it perfectly. She's got the mm, garnish. Your drink. I'm not, she, don't even worry about getting out of bed. You're like, yep, just lay down. That's that point. I slap it across the <laughs> room. Well, this guy thought his wife was trying to poison him, and he was you divorcing her. It. It's really odd because he was leaving her, and the media makes it sound like he was leaving, oh, he her. Was leaving her. He was leaving her. Okay. And the media makes it sound like he was leaving her because he thought she was poisoning him. I know him. he texted like a friend and said, a I think she's trying think. to poison me or yeah, something. Yeah, he got really sick yeah. on Valentine's Day, I guess. Right. And she, it was stuff she'd been feeding him, and he was like, man, someone poisoned me. I saw her text the drug dealer. Yes, and then they found yeah. the text of the drug dealer, her yeah. trying to buy drugs. Right. I mean, she's she's been busted. She's caught. She's you know, caught. I don't know. Maybe she'll pull the George Santos and say, no. Fake news. Yeah, it's liberals trying to put me in jail. <laughs> My husband passed away unexpectedly last year. He was 39. It completely took us all by shock. Authorities arresting Corey Richens, a mother of three this week, and charging her with first-degree aggravated murder. Investigators say in early March of last year, Corey poisoned her husband, Eric. The 33-year-old then telling 911 she found her husband of nine years lying unresponsive and cold to the touch at the foot of their bed, saying she had given him a Moscow Mule cocktail earlier to celebrate a business deal before falling asleep in one of their children's beds. A medical examiner later finding Eric had five times the lethal dosage of fentanyl in his system. Okay, now I'm not trying, I'm not condoning this in any way. 
But I would like to say I've seen every true crime show available streaming mm-hmm. on cable, I think. Just about all of them. Many of them more than once. I've seen a lot of poisoning stories where women poison their husbands. They like to poison their husbands. A lot of them that poison their husbands get away with it like three or four times before someone is like, why do their husbands keep dying? And then they catch them. So it, just imagine how many get away with it yeah. that we don't know about. Yeah. They tend to use arsenic, which they get from like rat poison, mm-hmm. or they use propylene glycol like uh, antifreeze, antifreeze, right? right. The death that these men suffer is horrific. They're sick for weeks. Sometimes it doesn't work, so they have to repoison them again, and then they get sick all over again. They have ulcers which inside their mouth here, right? and throat and all this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, but the way that she finally killed them was with fentanyl. fentanyl. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to kill gonna someone, go. right. I would much rather be poisoned with heroin for sure. than arsenic, a heavy right. metal. So it's going to make my or, stomach hurt. Right. right. So you're, more than that, these guys ride around in pain a lot of times for weeks yeah, and fentanyl, months. Yeah, you just going to go to sleep and your heart stops, yeah. right? They, they, they're lucid, but they have ulcers in their throat and intestines. Every part of their body hurts, and the doctors can't really do anything to relieve that pain. Yeah, give give someone a bunch of fentanyl. I mean, if you have to go. Right, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if if you say, if God comes down and says, the way you're gonna die is that someone's gonna poison you, but you can choose your poison. All right, I take the fentanyl. 100%. Yeah. Of all the things that have been used, well, like let's that. pump the brakes on that. Let's stop talking about how you'd like to I die said, by fentanyl. Like, I it's said, killing people everywhere. No, you're I right. Said, it's right. a bad no. look. Like I don't want to die right. from any of them, and none. I get what you're saying. I prefaced it. But pump the brakes. I prefaced shot. it. I said I'm not condoning this behavior. I know, but you're also like, if I was going to die from anything, fentanyl would be it. Like, you know what? Just <laughs> of all the poisoning I don't things. Hey, look, if I'm the one out of the three of us saying pump the brakes, trust me, you pump the okay. brakes. All right, right, all right, all right. So in addition to the murder that's charge... That's fair, right? If I'm the one who's like, you know what? Let's totally walk fair. that back a second. If that's why I was saying that, then we <laughs> need fair, to walk it back a mile. <laughs> right. In addition to the murder charge, he also faces charges involving the alleged possession of GHB, which I, I know some people take for fun, but that's isn't that the date rape drug yeah. that's most commonly used? Yeah. And it wasn't a date rape when I took it. No, it's yeah. People well, it was just it like we were just getting hammered than usual. Then you know, I, I guess they yeah. figured out you could do that. But people I took take it, it recreationally. I dated I think, a girl who was a chemist, and she would make it. Oh. And then we would just like before we go to the bar, she would bring these little black vials. Yeah. yeah. And there'd be like maybe ten of us, right? It just gets you wasted. Makes we you feel just drunk. Pound them. It made us feel like. Drink one beer, but you like, had 40. Maybe, maybe, maybe it felt like you had, you take it, and then within five, ten minutes, you feel like you had six vodka drinks. Yes, okay. you feel drunk. And then you just go to the bar. That We just did it because we're like, hey, we can get drunk. That makes you feel and drunk. And pay ten bucks. And now we just got to buy one beer. Yeah. Right? And you just kind of walk around with a beer because you can't have much more. Right, right, right. right. And they now, say there's no hangover. If they would have, I mean, she must have made it in... An amount that we could all handle. If you made right. it more, then you I'm guessing we getting. just pass out. Yeah, that's like the problem. Like we had ten vodka drinks, right? That's the problem. But so I took it once when someone gave it to me, like intentionally. I felt drunk, but I didn't feel a hangover. And then I swear, you guys don't believe me, but I went to a show one time and I ordered a Red Bull and I set it down on a table and forgot about it. And I was like, "What did I do with my Red Bull?" I went back over and grabbed it later. I drank that. I had no alcohol that night. Yeah. The show is going. I start feeling really tired and really hammered. And then I remember leaving. I said, I got to go. Joel was there, our friend. I was yeah. like, dude, I'm sorry. I got to go. I walked out. My car was there, but I don't think I remembered that my car was there. I took an Uber home. I believe you. I fell asleep on the couch, and I woke up at like 5 in the morning, and I was like, where is my car? Yeah, what right. happened? Dude, somebody put I something in that drink. I one time when I was DJing. And do you think that's what it was? Yeah, because I, I would go to the bar, and I would order a drink, and I have to go back and change the song, and then I'd come back and grab the drink. They'd leave it sitting on the bar. Yeah. And... I mean, I, I maybe had like two drinks early in the night, and I don't remember anything after that. And I got home. When I woke up in the morning, I was stumbling into right. walls. Right, yes, I you're was totally like, out of your super tired. Si- yeah, I got roofied that night for sure. What, what, how are there this many people out there, guys out there, drugging people? Stop drugging people. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. That means some guy was watching me that night when I picked up the Red Bull and probably like, damn. 
Right. It's a dude. And the same same with me. Like, like they the didn't hell? know it was me. They just it's well, a numbers game. They, oh, Lazo knew it was me. Lazo. Pump the brakes there, Lazo. I was gonna bury it in you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.